You better sell them. You don't care. You don't care what they throw at you in any way, shape, or form. You just walk on the field and take care of business, and the whole world knows that now. Love you guys. All right, we talked last night. They had the best home playoff record. I love it. Got some game balls, man. Hey, we were able to hold them to 10 points because our defense put their tails off, led by our defensive line. Yes, defensive sir. line, you hold the game balls. Team Holmes, that's all you got. It came at an appropriate time. First career interception. Rush for over 170 yards. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, 20 for 105. And last three special teams, man. You go in this environment with the snow, it's hard, man. The snap, the hold, the kick, the punt. Cal had a minus. Where you at? Sunday on the road at Kansas City. Nowhere else we'd rather be. Nowhere else. Best seven days of your life. Let's get ready and take it on the road. Cam Taylor Brady. Cam Taylor Brady. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Who they think? Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they think gonna beat the Bengals? Welcome to the Queen City Shites Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Summers. Shout out to my co-host, Mavi Mav. Man, tell me what's up, broski. What's up? Down goes the Buffaloes. You already know, baby. Here we go, man. Episode 48, man, straight out the gate. I like the little twang to that. Episode 48, straight out the gate. I like that. I like that. Definitely like that. But yeah, man, down goes the Buffaloes, y'all. We got lots to get into. Lots and lots to get into today, man. Bengals win 27-10. Like I said, we'll get right into it, bro. Get into this victory, man. Of course, like the title says, man, straight out the gate, Bengals came out gun blazing. Blazing. This wasn't just a victory either. Like, this was a statement win, bro. Like, this was, I mean, like, what y'all witnessed yesterday was basically, that's exactly what it felt was going to happen on that Sunday night game that, that got canceled. This was a big statement win. It ba- it's definitely putting the NFL on notice, especially everything that's been going on, you know, be- prior to this game with all the, you know, the ticket sales and the, the coin flip, all that stuff that we talked about in the last episode, bro. Yo, 
everything went right for the Bengals in this game, man. The, the running the running game was perfect. Like it's just like the running game, the passing game, special teams. It's like this is probably like the most full complete game, the best full complete game we've ever witnessed up to date, man. I mean, you, you agree, man? Like, oh yeah, I, I was waiting till you were done. Like, oh, yeah, I, my I bad, my bad. Just, just, a, just, just a little bit more. Hold on, <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit more, bro. I got a little bit more sauce to put in this in this oh, recipe, hey, man. I got more sauce, bro. But one thing I want to get into real quick, though, man. Shouts out to Jackson Carmen, bro. Definitely shouts out to him, man. Happy belated birthday, too, by the way. But yo, Jackson Carmen has stepped up tremendously. I'm gonna use a, I'm gonna use a new word today. <laughs> Tremendous, bro. Yo, just the fact, like, just everything this dude just just went through, like this this past this past season. You know, with the you know we 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 ended with the the loss in the Super Bowl last year, and then going into the off season, all the bullshit and all the fuckery happened. It kind of put him back on the depth chart a little bit. Kind of affected his uh his level of play, so he wasn't really hearing from him like that. He deactivated a lot of shit on social media. He was just MIA. And then what do you know, man? His number was called. Dude stepped up. He's been, bro, I don't know anybody peeped this specific play. Even though he played like lights out the whole game yesterday. Me and Matt put it out on the stripe rewind. Bro, the play before Mixon's, uh, the challenge touchdown that he got, the rush play before that, yo, Jackson Carmen literally, Pick this his little ass up and threw him like a rag dog across the bro. It, it was a beautiful thing to see, man. Shouts out to Jackson Carmen, bro. Everything that he faced on, on the offseason and this season, bro. Like I said, he stepped up. You said it before the show. Uh Frank Polak was on the sideline talking. I mean, I know he's talking to the whole O-line, but he was specifically, I saw him talking to uh Jackson Carmen, congratulating him, everything. He's been playing a great, a great, great football, man. Shouts out to him. Um, going into Mixon, Mixon got over a hundred yards on a rank two rushing defense, y'all. Like, come on, bro. It's like this shit, this shit. You can't make none of this shit up, bro. And then just to just to add, just to close this out, and I'm gonna hand it off the map. This game, like, yes, twenty seven ten. I mean, yeah, you could say it was a blowout, or you could say whatever it is, but it could have been much worse. This game could have been thirty five ten, y'all. Easily, easily could have been thirty five ten. Without the without the two field goals that we got from McPherson, this game could have been easily 35 to 10. Easily, easily. And also, bro, we ruined they they home playoff record. They were 13 and 1 going into this. Now they're 13 and 2. And let's not forget, I'm gonna hand off the map. We're on a 10-game winning streak, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you can't fuck with us, NFL, man. You can't fuck with us, bro. Go ahead, Mav. You can't fuck with us, bro. Let's go. Let's I mean, go. I'm literally following up pretty much everything you said. Uh, Let's go. You know, up to this point, the Bengals are on a 10-0 you know, win streak. Yes, sir. And for all the highs and lows that have gone on this streak and the level of competition that was in the back half of the schedule and how hard it was against Baltimore back-to-back weeks and the way they played last week against Baltimore to now, this was from start to finish the most complete game through all three phases that we have yet to actually witness this season for as well as they did against the Panthers, you mm-hmm. know, and with the mm-hmm. run game. And like, mm-hmm. like I said, everyone had their moments and this, that, and the other, but as a whole unit against 
by pretty much most of everyone in the country, the Super Bowl favorite, Buffalo Bills, along yeah. with their story, went into their house and not only beat them, but just completely dominated a game to where some people said we didn't stand a chance. I'm talking to you, Eric Waddle mm-hmm. um, and Bart Scott and folks call, like call that don't want to keep giving cheap shots to the Bengals just because you're salty and you're at home and you can't do nothing about it. Yes. So here we are again, back-to-back seasons, AFC championship showdown Mm -hmm. against the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. If I could say one word for this team that describes them, and there could be many words you can choose from, the main one is resilient. Mm -hmm. The amount of challenges that the Bengals have faced this season once again, we started off the season. We had an entirely new offensive line. Yeah. No one played together. For the preseason, they didn't play together. We had a quarterback who had uh, emergency appendectomy. So mm-hmm. he had no offseason yet again. That seems to be a trend with Joe Burrow. He don't need the offseason. Yeah, that's a fact. So the beginning of the season, we started off 0-2. And, and so many people are going, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. You know, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You love putting this quote out there. That energy you got now, keep that same energy. Yep, got to. And the reason I say that is in the beginning of the season after that second loss and the Bengals were 0-2, on September 19th, Joe Mixon tweeted out, when we turn this thing around, y'all make sure y'all stay where you're all at. Mm-hmm. And for all the people that were freaking out, except for us on this show, backtracking, check us out if you don't believe me. We said, now's not the time to panic yet. There's no reason. Everything's nope. got to take time to gel. Then we had the ass handed to us (laughs) by the Cleveland Browns on national TV in primetime. Everybody's like, oh, you started to bounce back, but you're the team that's going to suffer the Super Bowl hangover. In the offseason, Baltimore was projected to win our division. We were only projected to make it as a wild card. So then we get through all that. Then we lose our top running back for a couple Mm -hmm. weeks. Samaj Mm -hmm. P. Ryan steps up, Mm -hmm. takes over. We don't even miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon goes down. Higgins and Boyd step up. Mm-hmm. Trent Irwin comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. and steps up. We had linemen go down. New linemen come in. Mm-hmm. That's all the talk this week was about, was how bad our O-line's going to be with nothing but scrubs going in there. Well, these guys aren't scrubs. right? Jackson Carmen's the second-round pick who still has to figure it <laughs> out, and he hasn't got to play his natural position yet. Max Sharping was a second-round pick from Houston. He's kind of, he's a veteran. He mm-hmm. has experience. A denim G had experience last year. I said yep. it last week's show. I feel like I, the way our line is now is better than the line was last year. And we were able to get all the way through to the Super Bowl, one play yep. away from winning it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they played to perfection yesterday, as far as I'm concerned, the way that line was. Perfect. Every step that's been in the Bengals' way, every obstacle, and as much as the NFL has been trying to railroad the Bengals, mm-hmm. they stepped right over it and kept going. As they should, bro. <laughs> like I said, resilient. There's yeah, nothing bro. that's slowing this team down. And at the, for the time to finally play your most complete game when you're already on a nine-game win streak, now make a 10 right before the AFC Championship game, that's scary for the other three teams that's left to look at. Yeah, G. <laughs> Telling you they put the NFL on notice, man. They're putting the NFL on notice, bro. Like, they tore these dudes apart, yo. Yeah. Like, we're talking about the rewind, like in the late third quarter, that's when you start seeing the whole frustration start kicking in on the Bills, bro. A lot of slamming the ball, slamming helmets. 
we peeped Stefan Diggs and old boy Allen over there. He didn't even look up from the tablet. He man. already knew. <laughs> I don't know if he was watching Paw Patrol or what, or Waterboy to try to get a play idea. <laughs> Diggs he, wasn't having it. He wasn't it, bro. Like it it's I mean, it's a shitty situation for him, but I mean that's what that's what happened, man. It's just like it Bengals tore their ass apart, man. It's like they had no life left, man. But yeah, I'm I'm with you all the way. I'm I'm I love how you brought the receipts from basically the beginning of the season to now. I think you, you forgot the the Wuzier injury. Basically, basically yes, what you're trying to yeah, say. His quarterback stepped up. Resilient. Yeah. That's the key yeah, word. Yeah, might have said, yeah. Resilient is the key word. So many different things happen. It's hard to remember. Mm -hmm. oh. It's all good because, like, like we've been saying, bro, like, this season's been on the next man up type scenario. And that's basically what you basically explained is it's been next man up. Like, Trent Taylor, Trent Irwin. I said, uh, Eli Apple, Cambridge Taylor got his first career interception uh, towards the end of the game last night. That was beautiful. Everybody's stepping up at the right time, and it, you, you can't ask for, for more than that. But um, one quick thing to get into, bro, and this, I don't, it, it just bothered me just how the game started, and it has nothing to do with the players that was in the game. It dealt with somebody that was outside the game. Yo, it could be just me, yo, but it's just like, and it seems strange to you that, like, they had DeMar, like, Hamlin all covered up like, like, like Michael Jackson getting his nose fucking redone all over again. Like they had him like fully blown covered. Well, I mean, I think a lot of the reason of that is is the whole thing of also like wearing a mask. You're going out in public. You're still fighting this heart condition. Your yeah. immune system, everything is weak. You cannot risk getting sick in any way, shape, or form because we have no. You know, it could it can probably finish you off. Yeah, I feel it. So, oh, yeah. That's so I'm trying I, to be I, careful. I can what I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, trying to be that's, careful. That's probably why I think like that to let you know. You can go out in a, in a setting like this, but keep in mind, COVID's still going around. Everything else is still yeah. going around. And you're in a very weakened state, and you already need oxygen help as is. So if you get anything like that, you know, there may be no coming back. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I think I, they're just I taking every precaution they can. Yeah, I understand that. Like, 1,000%. I understand that. It was just like, I just thought that we would have got, like, hell, at least an interview from his, his family before a game. Something. They didn't like just something, bro. Yeah, just, but I could see why also they didn't want to do that because they don't want to take away from what the bills were having well, yeah. for itself, not make the story just about him. Trust me, I, I, I feel it, but that's what they that's what the NFL made it as. Right. <laughs> that, oh, absolutely. That, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm just like, it was just, it was just, I don't know, it was just something to seem odd about. It. That's what I'm trying to be careful what I'm trying to say, but I'm glad he, he's cool though. But going forward, bro, the NFL, like, we we seen these type of catches, and it's probably the sec. It's probably like the most time. It's always Jamar Chase, bro. It's always Jamar when it comes to these type of like these close calls, bro. The second potential TD catch that he could have had, it was in the it was in the in the second quarter, and it could have been it could have made it 21-21-7. right before half, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Ted was like right before half. So I'm like, they said it was an incomplete catch. I'm I'm gonna show the clip on here, like. It just, I just don't understand, like, the NFL. Like, I just don't understand it, bro. It's like, we, we talked about on a strike rewind, but in my eyes, because this is very similar to, like, the, you know, the Des Bryant catch in Green Bay years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, but to me, you know, I felt like I, I could have sworn the rules were if you get the two feet in bounce and then you secure the ball, whether it's 
slightly moving or whatever. As long as you secure the ball, it's all good. Didn't touch the ground or nothing. It was literally just in his growing area, chilling, bro. And then they give it to him. Just like the um the wild card game with the Steelers. The dude caught it with his nutsack. Like, it's y'all know what I'm talking about. He did a, he did a, a, a somersault in the end zone and with his nuts, literally, bro. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, like, why is it every damn time we get into these close-ass scenarios, they always call it back? Like, that shows a catch. Like, how you feel about this, Mav? I it's mean, crazy. the way, you know, they describe the rule, you know, on TV and that. And, you know, in my eyes, to me, not just saying this because I'm a Bengals fan and Jamar Chase fan. To me, it was a touchdown. Uh, yeah. To me, he established possession a couple times on that. And the way they describe how the whole thing has to go, the key word me and you love to use with things, there's too many loopholes mm -hmm. in, you know, the description of how that whole play is actually supposed to go and consider what's a catch and what's not a catch. Right. You know, the same thing earlier in the season about get two toes in going out the end zone and it's a touchdown. But if you're going out of the uh, end zone backwards, instead of your toes, like I think it was Higgins that might've had that catch or Boyd, one of them, their heels needed to touch instead. And, you know, oh, there's all yeah. these different goofy, you know, like I said, loopholes mm -hmm. and different scenarios and this, that, and the other to try to take away something that shouldn't be taken away. Right. Right. I mean, it's just crazy, bro. But like you said it best, you know, it, it's definitely a loophole in that shit. It, it just, I just get all the way back it. to Tom Brady and the tuck rule shit. Yeah. It, it goes, just, you know, there's always something. Shit, just outside of that, there's a lot of close, like, there was a, it was a potential fumble, two potential fumble plays that happened, like on the Bills that could, that we could have gotten. They called it to back. Me, that was a fumble on Allen. I don't care what nobody says. I was screaming at that one. Both of them were just that that one that happened. That one for sure. I can't remember the, the second one. Okay. Yeah, man. I was just like I was blown away. The second one happened late in the game. Hendrickson picked it up, but they called it incomplete. It looked like a fumble, like no joke. Looked like dead on the fumble. It looked way worse than the first one that he did. It, it like he tried to do like a little shovel pass. But oh he didn't get yeah, like okay, the... yeah, that yeah, that one was an actual forward pass. It, it was a shot. Okay, okay. But yeah, the second one to me was a fun. Okay, yeah, man, it, it it's so much close. But again, man, like like we said at the beginning of the show, like the NFL wanted this to go a certain way. Like I said, you brought out the receipts. They they were already selling out tickets for Atlanta, a fantasy game that was never happening in the first place. I'm glad they shut that down immediately. Well, I mean, the only thing I'll say about that is, you know, obviously they didn't make it a big story in that, but they were selling tickets already for every scenario. They were selling tickets for the Bengals hosting the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. You could already start buying those tickets. So I get you needed the time frame to start selling those mm -hmm. tickets. But with what the Bengals have gone through, I'm glad they're, you know, I don't care what you use as motivation as long as it motivates you. Mm -hmm. And they're taking everything that's outside. They're hearing it and they're using it. Hell yeah. They're using it right against you in a way you didn't want them to. Exactly. Even Taylor's being sarcastic on the post conference. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. He's like, I'm 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 sorry. We're just screwing everything up for everybody. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, we're screwing the plans. I'm yep. like, man, I'm liking this dude each and every single week. He he just I, I like the so smart. I, said, I can't remember if I said it on this show or if I said it off air to somebody, but that's kind of my dream scenario with all this bullshit that the NFL has been doing. Mm -hmm. The Bengals have got to win it this year, just so we can see Goodell hand that trophy off to whether it's Taylor 
or Burrow or anything else, and they go ahead and flip a coin right in front of him or some bullshit. Bro. Just in front of everybody. Just to get the point across. Kodak moment. Oh, Eli Apple got to wear, wear a clown a clown nose, a red clown Something. nose, yo. <laughs> Something. And the way this team's yeah. attitude in that is, I see somebody doing something in that nature. Something. Or all have matching T-shirts, some goofy shit. Some mm-hmm. goofy shit. They, oh, yeah. All under their jerseys, they all have that Goodell picture of a clown. Hell, yeah. That we had at the game. I'm all the way with that. I'm all the way with that, Mav. That'd be hilarious. That, that'd be hilarious. That's that my would dream be. scenario. But mm-hmm. before that, we, we got we to gotta handle business in KC. Of course. So yeah, I'm not, I, I care less about Super Bowl right now. KC yeah. is what is, what is on, our target's on. Hell, yeah. Oh, all right, going forward, man. <laughs> uh, the offensive line performance was amazing, bro. Like, so we kind of got into it a little bit, like at the beginning of the episode with Carmen and what well, we're talking about with Frank Polak and your and your rant, your victory rant. Like I said, bro, they. I'm with you, man. If I'm comparing this line to last year's and going into the Super Bowl, even with the substitutes, like I mean, they kind of look a little off. The last game, but this game was, like you said, it, it was perfection to, to the T. Like, you could not – there's only think there's really nothing wrong. I would have done different. Like, like you said the best. Like, we're seeing Carmen in the position that he's basically – you're seeing him basically like uh, – This is a natural position. That's it's natural position. That's where it was protecting Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. I did see, though, real quick. I did see, though, uh, they said Kappa – and Jonah possibly might be back for the next game. There is a possibly. possibility. Yeah. But if they are, at what percent? I know. Because the only... way this line played right now, if they're able to play, cool. Maybe See? have them as the backup role. Yes. See, that's what I was about to get into. I would think they should go let them do the backup role because I keep getting this dude names wrong, and I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you again, man. <laughs> Akeem Adenogy. Thank you. I'm proud to say it. Adenogy. <laughs> or Ha. Yeah. Ha. Max All right. uh, Sterling. He, they've been, they, they have been doing a really good job. Like a really, really good job. Just just a two-game like, report card just looking at this, or three-game report card you're looking at. They, they, it's been solid. I'll, it's been a solid like B- for me. It's, it's been real solid. Real solid. Uh, anything to add on this? We're getting to these grades and all this shit. Oh, my grades are easy. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, same here. Here we go. Offense, defense, special team, play calling. You want me to go first or you go first? I can go first if you want me to. It's no problem for me. Like I said, it's quick and easy. I'm Straight up and down the board, you can't give it anything other than an A+. Plus. Hell nah, bro. It's just an A-plus all me, the way through. That's what I'm saying. For me, yeah. A-plus all the way through. Yeah, play Offensively, calling. Offensively, there was nothing they could do wrong. Defensively, mm-hmm. there was nothing they could do wrong. Special None. teams did everything they could. And the, the way the coaches came in with the game plan that they had, stuck to it, they knew what they were doing. They flat out out coached the Bills completely. Uh, it, this was a completely lopsided game. Like you said, it could have been a big blowout from mm-hmm. what actually was. Mo- again, most complete game ever. I don't see how you can go anything other than A+. Plus. Can't, bro. Can't. Play calling was A+. Plus, especially them challenging that uh, challenging the play for Mixon. That was that was huge because if they don't let that slide, I don't know how that shit would have ended. It could have been just a field goal. It could have been a turnover. It could have been anything. So I'm glad they uh, challenged that. Like I said, give them A-plus on that and the play calling. I'm with you. The game plan was amazing on offense and defense. We, we said on the last episode, you know, Kind of get to a, a good rhythm, you know, them short passes. As we saw, they were short, quick passes. 
they was getting them. They was getting them. And insert the run game here and there. Mix was getting like probably like I don't even know what the average was, but it looked like it was about like six points something the way it looked because he was getting holes like a month. But <laughs> literally, no joke, bro. Like he was he, him and Piron was getting love, man. Um, special teams, you got to give the special teams an A plus. Look, the the environment, everybody, they're playing in the snow for like, especially for the field goal kicker, bro. Even the punter, like it just. Get, get them dudes an A plus, bro. It, it's just like it, it makes no sense, bro. It's like they they went out there in the snow and did what the hell they had to do. Defense shut they asses down. Let's get into these numbers, y'all. I have to get in these numbers. When I saw this, I was like, "This is the Bills. <laughs> this is the Bills." And yet, y'all been y'all been talking about all them years. Say might have trouble with it, bro. Check this out. Check this shit out real quick, man. Hold on, man. I'm also, I'm, I'm too hyped right now. <laughs> Way too hyped. Be trying to look at this. It's just the fact. All right, boom. They had they they kept they kept the Bills touchdownless like the whole second half. Would only let up a field goal. Only get one touchdown in the first half. They kept digs. Let's get let's get into this. <laughs> let's get into the raw receiver shit real quick, y'all. Bro, they they top receiver was Knox at five receptions, bro. Diggs only had four receptions for 35 yards. Gabe Davis only had two receptions for 34 yards. Cole Beasley had three for 33. Bro, they top rusher was Josh Allen for 26 yards. Come on, bro. That is shut down, smash mouth football right there, bro. Defense showed up. They get an A++ on my ass. Literally, A++. Going to the offense, Joe Burrow doing what the hell he got to do. T. Higgins did his thing. Nice one-hander catch on the sideline, standing tall. Jamar Chase doing Jamar Chase does, bro. Playing with electric energy, they could even they could even bring him down. That that center gravity, they were just sliding off him in, in the snow. You know, you would have thought the Buffalo defense was wearing Chuck Taylors out there, bro. They were just slipping and sliding. <laughs> they couldn't move, bro. Trying to tackle these dudes, it it was insane, y'all. It was insane, but yeah, man. I'm with Mavio. This is probably the first time we ever said this on the show. A plus plus, like across the board, man. Across the board. Uh, who do you got for your players of the game, G? Players well, I have game. to say real quick. I don't know if we said it during this part of the show yet. I know we mentioned it on the Stripe Rewind, but the fact that the offensive players never went down on first contact, mm, mm. they were still able to just keep trucking through the snow and everything else. It took multiple attempts to bring these guys down. That's all I'm saying. So you I thought it was wearing Chuck Taylors. <laughs> you thought right. it was wearing Chucks out there. All right. So what did you ask me now before I send it? <laughs> oh, you're good, bro. Uh, players of the game. Man, for everything that way that whole game went, I, I cannot say just one person. Uh, I mean, just everybody, it, to me, it was the player of the game for that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's number when they were called performed. Uh, both Both sides of the ball. Whether it was Chase Higgins, Boyd, P. Ryan, Hurst, mm -hmm. Mixon, defensively, whether it was someone on the defensive line providing the pressures, uh, you know, whether you can get the sack or not, they still provided the pressures that allowed the deep incompletions, you know, from the coverages that the cornerbacks were doing to the no look hand swap from Cam Taylor Britt, yep, you yep. know, and then later on his interception, you know, mm -hmm. Apple, Grant, he got burned, I think, once, but the ball went out of bounds because of the pressure from the defensive line. So, mm -hmm. You can technically say he was burned, but he also knew what field of play he was at and how much field he had. So mm -hmm. he was using an extra defender with the sideline. 
So like I said, I, I can't narrow it down to just any specific person. I just can't do that. I'm with you. I, I have to agree. I, I definitely I, I definitely agree with you on this one. It, it's you gotta give it to the team. Game it's, ball they, to everyone. Yeah, game everybody get game balls, man, on some Oprah shit. You get one, you get one, you get one. Yes. That's that's basically how it is. I'm I'm with you on that. That's that's another first one for the show. Like it's just like you can't narrow down with the one person because like you said, like everybody stepped up. Everybody stepped up. Everybody stepped up. Uh, play of the game. Play of the game. There's a lot of them for real. For There's real. so many plays that you could pick from, especially the one that ended up only as three, even though it should have been seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that would have been play of the game. That 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 touchdown we're talking about with Jamar Chase, you're talking about yeah, the, yeah. the second potential. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, to me, game. I would have to say. Play of the game, if I had to choose a scoring play of the game, it was Mixon's, the final touchdown with Mixon, that kind of like sealed oh, yeah. the deal. The challenge, the, yeah, the challenge. Yeah, yeah. that kind of sealed, sealed Buffalo's fate. Mm-hmm. But if I had to say an offensive play that kind of really showed that this game was going to be over and out of reach was when Buffalo finally started showing some momentum on defense. Yep. They had us down to a third and ten, I believe it was. They shut us down both on first and second down. And somehow, someway, Burrow was able to escape and hit Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. They did the leap at the end of the play. I got that written right here. <laughs> uh, so, to me, that that would have to be my offensive play of the mm-hmm. game. That was uh, like the energy booster. Go ahead. play of the game was the no-look uh, Cam Taylor-Britt uh, smack of the ball. Because if he didn't do that, I think that was – he had nothing but white in front of him because of the snow. Mm-hmm. That would have been a touchdown. Speaking of that, man – I felt like that shit kind of played in our favor with that snow coming down just due to the jerk, the, the, the kit that we had on. It was all white. If we didn't have the helmets, you know, it would have been like, or it would been like Boise State like shit. <laughs> right. Straight like no camouflage. Joke. Yeah. Straight camouflage. Like, so the snow definitely played in our favor. I ain't going to lie to you. Because, like, look at how Josh Allen was throwing. It was just like, when you're trying to do his reads, it's like that snow coming out so heavily. You're like, yo, I can't, I can't see. I can't see. Yeah, but, the, but, the, but the one token, though, you could say that I guess Joe Burrow had heat vision on so he could see where his receivers were. Oh, bro. Because that had to be challenging for him as well. He had no problem finding receivers <laughs> right. the way it looked. He had no problem. Is he using a thermal scope? Yeah, bro. He had no problem seeing that shit. But, yeah, play of the game, I definitely I definitely agree with you, man. The Hayden Hurst one, that was like the jump starter. Uh, basically going to – because that basically was going in to, towards the, the Jamar Chase thing without that – uh. That touchdown that they got with the QB sneak with uh with Allen. Defense, uh, damn. There's a lot of them. But I'll just I'll just have to go with that that user pick at the end with Cam Taylor, bro. That shit was huge. That's that sealed the deal. Even though like it was already out of reach, but I'm glad they 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 shut the door on their asses. And that was it, man. That was it. I do have one more play of the game I want to mention. Go ahead. I think, I think it's what it was on the possession where Mixon scored that touchdown. Uh it was a Penalty was the play of the game against Buffalo. They had us down to, I think, third down or it might have even been fourth down. I can't remember. And they jumped the gun before oh, Burrow even snapped it. Yeah. And it gave us the first, which kept our drive going. And I think that's the drive we finished with Mexican. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. That's what was so impressive, too, in the game, y'all. Like, the home team was, like, they were getting a lot of calls called on them, you know? <laughs> no joke. But there was doing a lot of silly shit. There was doing a lot of silly shit. There was a lot of flags going on Buffalo. They was helping us out on the field position. Because we had great field position throughout the whole game. I don't know if you peeped that. Like, we had great field position. No matter where we started, 
automatic finish, man. But yeah, that's our player of the game. Uh, quick question, man. This is I've been seeing this going around, bro. Zach Taylor, possible coach of the year candidate. Is if we get through the whole season. See it to me. It's it, it's how do they actually judge it? Because mm -hmm. uh, also for me, it's the whole MVP conversation as well with uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, yeah. at what point do you stop the voting? Do you just do it for the regular season or through the whole continuation? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm with you on that, man. Because I mean, I could see that point with. Zach Taylor being coach of the year, but at the same time, we also did make the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Um, which, quote unquote, was a year early, but yet somehow they all picked against us for this year, which still didn't make no sense. But, right. you know, you got to look at what Doug Peterson did with Jacksonville, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's hard to take that away what he did there. Oh, yeah. I, I feel it. Yeah. I, I definitely understand that. But again, though, if you would have made it to the next round, the playoffs and we take it through this whole thing, yeah, then it's going to be very hard to make that argument. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure, I definitely think so. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It depends on how the season ends. Yeah, they 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 get through this next game we're going to get into, and they get through the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, it's definitely possible. His name be on there, and outside of uh, yeah, the MVP for Joe Burrow, I did see they'll be working on his contract here real shortly. That's yep, that's they are gonna they're planning on extending him this offseason. Yep, that th those talks are heating up. So I'm interested to see how much this guy is about to get. I'm interested to see. I'm definitely interested to see how that's gonna be. Uh anything else to add before we get to the to the shits? Let's get it. Let's go, man. Up next, y'all. Up next, we got the AFC championship game two years in a row. First time in uh program history. Here we go. Against the Chiefs coming in at 14 to 3. It will be January 29th, Sunday at 6.30 p.m. on CBS, I believe. So, here we are, man. What has happened from the win this game, bro? Because I'm going to tell you this. After watching the, the game they played the other day, and then Mahomes going down with that ankle injury, they said he's, it's a high ankle sprain. We talked about it briefly before we started the show. I will say this. Because it don't, it don't even matter if he's not, bro, if he's not even like 90% because his athleticism is key to the offense. But he is dangerous when it comes to that pocket passing. But that's when the defense is going to have to come in there and, and ruffle shit up. So it's going to be interesting how this shit plays out. But I feel like as long as they get to Mahomes, this is this. We're gonna, I mean, I'm going to assume he's playing. I don't see them keeping his ass out. Nah, he's going to play this game. But I feel like as long as they keep – if they play Mahomes like how they played Josh Allen yesterday, they should be solid. They, they should be solid. But they just got to watch out for Travis Kelsey. That's that's the only thing. Definitely. Go ahead, man. Well, I mean, you already said we all know with the high ankle sprain. Yeah. Um, a lot of what Kansas City's great at, specifically Mahomes, is extending the play and making plays happen on the fly yep. and out of nowhere with a scrambling ability. Mm -hmm. uh, don't take nothing for granted, uh, even though this, you know, this injury is going to slow him down. Keep the pressure on and, you know, don't think that just because he's hurt, he can't do anything, but it's going to limit him. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as they apply the pressure, like you said, the way they did against Buffalo, he's not going to be able to escape like Josh Allen was able to. Nope. He's real slow. <laughs> and it's going to take one wrong move for Mahomes to do, and it, he might end up going out and might have to be their backup coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, I expect 
I don't really expect too many big passing plays coming from I Kansas don't. City. They'll take their shots as long yep. as the line is able to protect. But if we, we can keep providing the pressure, you know, with just four-man rushes to keep all our people back, especially mm-hmm. watch that middle, like you said, with Kelsey. Because it's going to be quick passes to either Kelsey or Smith-Schuster. Um, what's the name of their running back? Uh, Pacaro, something uh, like that. Pacio. Nokio, whatever bro, it is. Almost so, at, bro, almost at pistachios. Either way, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, expect little screen passes to him. Expect a lot yep. of the run game. Mm-hmm. You know, we already know what to expect from def- you know from them defensively. We've already done this three times. All three times came to close games. Um, obviously, we don't have the drama of like last year where Joe Burrow made the comment, I played in the SEC. I know what loud crowds sound like. Right. You know, so we already been Arrowhead and already played this game before. <laughs> so, but Kansas City's front, I think, is better than Buffalo's front. Mm-hmm. You know, but this time, instead of the exterior pass rushers, it's the interior pass rushers that you got to worry about with Kansas City. Yeah. So how well will our line hold up? You know, because now Karras had a little bit of a knee issue. He had to fight through against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he already stated he'll be ready to go for the yep. Kansas City game. So that's what it's going to boil down to. But they keep doing the same scheme that they did basically against Buffalo with the quick passes and all that, they're not going to be able to counter it. That's what I'm – that's see, yeah, I, I agree with that 1,000%. That's what I expect with the Bengals to do. It'd be like, I want to say the same game plan on offense and defense, but kind of t- turn it up a notch because this game, you got to be up-tempo immediately. Immediately, then once you're up there, once, if they get the lead, which I expect them to, they got to keep that lead, man. Don't get too, don't get too uh, flashy. Don't get too cute. Just a full, complete game that we've been saying this whole show, man. We need a full, complete game. And definitely call their bluff. Test out that ankle immediately, man. If they get the ball in the first quarter, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing, yo, the D, Hendrickson and fucking Hubbard, Reader and, all, and, and Hill, oh, yeah, get to him as much as you can possible, man. But when there's blood in the water, you got to let oh, yeah. sharks feed. Especially uh, Hilton. He's been the sneaky one <laughs> getting in the mix. So you got to watch out for him, too. So it's just like, yeah, bro. Definitely test out that ankle off rip. See how good that ankle really is, man. But yeah, just, just can't let up no big plays, no big plays over the top, man. But I don't really see any big plays happening because I, I see exactly how you see it. It's going to be quite similar to what we were doing yesterday. A little quick passes, little screens, you know, quick handoffs. Hell, we might even see. I'd like to see some hurry up offense with us. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't think we've seen that yet. Not yet. But yeah, hope we see that shit. What's your score prediction, bro? That's a tough one. Um, you know, with Mahomes, I say he'd probably be at best maybe 75% if we had to put a percentage to it. Yeah, I'll say 65, 70. Um, you know, because I I told you off air, yeah, he was able to get through the game on Saturday. Uh, but that the day of you can play through that injury somewhat. It's mm-hmm. now the days afterwards. Uh, so keep an eye on the practice report because most likely he's probably not going to practice until the final day is going to be my call on that. Um, I can see that. If everything goes right and they do play the exact same intensity we did against Buffalo, uh, I can very well, and I know this is probably going to sound like a shocking score. Uh-oh. Because every game has come down to a field goal pretty much at the end already against Kansas City. Okay. I could see this being like a 34-21. I, I like that score. Because of the fact of Burroughs or Burroughs, uh Mahomes' injury, 
you know, and like I said, based off of how we played against Buffalo, they get to that lead early and just keep Mahomes off the field, mm-hmm. keep trying the pressure, and that they're not going to be – you get too high, they're not going to be able to rely on the run game. So it's going to strictly be on Mahomes on a flat tire. It yeah, it is, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all understand, like, they're going to have to rely on Mahomes a lot in this game, bro. And without – and I don't care what nobody says, man. That with Tyree Kill on that roster, like that previous year, was very major to them. Them losing that was major. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, bro. It's like, yeah, they figured it out, but again, like, them dudes aren't too reliable compared to when you got Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. It opened the lane for Travis Kelsey to get up open more. So it's just like, we're gonna see. I do like that score, though. I got 28 18. That's what I got. I got 28. Wait, we're, at, we're both at a two possession game. Yeah, definitely. It, you, you have to, you have to get up by two possessions, man. I wouldn't want them in any type of range. It's like they, it has to be a two-possession game. And definitely take the points, you know, <laughs> as Matt would say. Definitely take the points if possible. I'll just put this out there. Just remember, even though it's a different sport, Michael Jordan in the flu game. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, Mahomes has a hurt ankle do not mean it's going to slow them down. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're going to bring it on. Full throttle all the way. Mm-hmm. He's gonna put all out there, yo. He's gonna put it all on the line. So yeah, we gonna see, y'all. We we gonna see, man. Like I said, stay tuned. January 29th, Sunday at six thirty p.m. I said, man, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a doozy, man. Hopefully, I I hope which I which I expect. I hope they pull out the victory, and we hope to see a lot of cigar smoke and all that shit in the air, man. Let's go. Now. Somebody told me just to add this question, and I was like, it, "That I mean, it is a solid question." All right, so let's 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 pipe dream real quick. So we we get through the AFC Championship. We're, we're at the prom. We're in Glen, we're in Glendale, Arizona. You know, who do you want to face out of the two, the Eagles or the 49ers? and why? Body's been asking this question. I know, <laughs> and I, I I go back and forth with it. Uh, I've been saying it all season. I said, I said it for a while. History has a way of repeating itself. Um, this has a Bengals 49ers type of ordeal written all over it. Uh, I know a lot of people are hoping for the Andy Reid Super Bowl. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, 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 I'm, I say the 49ers just due to Purdy, just due to Purdy. I was gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna sold on say it. that. Um, I am concerned way 49ers defense is. Uh, they're, I believe they're way better than Baltimore's defense, and you saw how yeah. part of a time we had against Baltimore's defense. But again, we played each other three times. Yeah. So we haven't faced each other. But watching yesterday's game, I think our offense is way better than Dallas's. And the 49ers are struggling against Prescott mm-hmm. and company. Um, and I think Purdy for, you know, the type of role he's been on, um, especially, you know, with his whole story, mm-hmm. the way our defense will be put pressure on and the way how opportunistic our defense is, is going to really bite them in the ass. Um, so I'd probably would say San Francisco, right. um, as everybody that knows me knows besides being a Bengals fan, I am also an Eagles, Eagles fan. Yeah. I know exactly how the Eagles play in their whole mindset and scheme and the way that mm-hmm. offense is, that is going to be very challenging. Um, to go against that high-octane offense, even though Jalen Hurts is not at 100% either with his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just the way it's been written, you know, all all over with the, their whole season, the way they've been playing. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to go 49ers. Yeah, like bro. Said, for, for the fact of the Purdy effect. Yeah, it has to be, man. Like, he hasn't seen – I'm with you all the way with you. He has seen defense like like ours. Like, it's like, I mean, yeah, the Cowboys defense is, is, is straight, but it's not like ours, man. And plus on the offense, bro, like, it's, in their defense, it, it's no match. We got two, two. I mean, I get it. They got weapons too. Don't get me wrong. They got weapons too. But if our defense gets to Purdy, like the way they was getting to Josh Allen and other QBs that we saw this season, and on this ten game win streak ride we've been witnessing, oh, it's it's a wrap, everybody. It's a wrap. But I will, I will admit though, I will admit, and I'm with you on that one thousand percent. They play the Eagles. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a dog fight. No, no, no joke. That's gonna be a dog fight. Clean dog fight, man. But yeah, definitely 49ers though. But yeah, like I'm with you. History repeats itself. And it's it's almost it's almost looking like that. We have to stay tuned. I believe they play after us, correct? Or were they play before us? No, they play before us. We before are us? Okay. Game. Yeah, they play at three, we're at six thirty. So we'll know okay. who's in the Super Bowl before we start. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Everybody stay tuned, man. Everybody stay tuned. Anything else to add to that when again to these divisional weekend scores? All right, let's get into it, y'all, man. Let's get into it. It's past Saturday. The Jags lose to the Chiefs 20 to 27, man. You know, man, the Jags, I mean, I'm with you on that. On the, what's the coach's name? Peterson, you said? On the Jags? For the Jags? Jaguars, Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson. I'm all the way with you on that. Like on his coaching aspect, but it's just like, bro. They had so many chances to, to get back in that game, bro, against the Chiefs and seal the deal. I think what killed them was that 98-yard touchdown drive that Henny put up. That's what killed them. I ain't gonna lie to you. It ain't no way in hell, and I dare the Bengals do some shit like this. It ain't no way in hell. Opposing team starts at the two-yard line and drives all the way to the end zone, bro. Like, it, it, it ain't no way in hell. Especially a second-string quarterback at that. Like, it ain't no way in hell. You can't let that happen. That fucked them. Uh, going forward, the Giants got their ass whooped by the Eagles, 38-7. The game was over in, like, in the first, second quarter. I, I think I went to sleep early. I went to sleep early, man. That was a terrible game. Shouts out to the Eagles. Um, Bengals. Bengals beat the Bills, 27-10. We just told you all about that. And lastly, the Cowboys lose to the 49ers, 19-12. And I'm seeing a whole lot of Dax Prescott need to get the hell out of here messages. <laughs> I'm, I've been seeing it like crazy. Been seeing it like crazy. But we'll see what happens after that. I will say this, Mav, though. It's going to be an interesting offseason, bro. Like, <laughs> we ain't going to get into it now, but it, it's going to be an interesting offseason, man. It's going to be a lot of. Offseason talk for Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. But it's going to be real crazy. But uh, anything else to add before we get out of here, bro? Nope. I'm ready, and I got the gang ready to go, too. Hell yeah, I peeped. I peeped. I peeped. Yep, yep. They peeked around. <laughs> All right, real quick, real quick. Shouts out to the new subscriber. We're sitting at 166. He subscribed last night, man. Shouts out to him, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Me and Mav are loving the, loving the support and all the appreciation. Everybody's coming in the streams. I'm, I'm loving it. Each each game day, it, it's it's amazing interacting with everybody, man. It, it's amazing. Thank you all so much, man. 
But we'll be live streaming Sunday, January 29th, starting at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Don't be late. Power hour starts at 5.30, and the game, of course, is at 6.30, man. Like I said, tell a friend and tell a friend to share with a friend. Where's the gang? So we get out of here, bro. We need the gang. We need the gang. We need the gang. We need the good luck charms. Phil so my mic picks you up this time. We need the good luck charms. Let's go. Get up in here. Oh, I'll get oh. in the middle. All oh. right. All right, y'all. We're going to give y'all a... We'll give y'all a hootay, baby. We love y'all. We out. Salute. Ready for the Kansas City barbecue.